0: Good morning brothers and sisters in Christ and good morning to those in the world that are not of Christ. This episode is going to be called Christmas is Pagan and Not Christian. Something like that. Why am I doing that? Because Christmas is pagan. It's got nothing to do with Jesus. Jesus was actually born around September, October time. He wasn't born in December. Christmas is a Gentile creation through the Catholic Church. Right? Right? Um, The Hebrew calendar versus the Gentile calendar are two different things. But what's important is Jesus was not born in December. Jesus is not a baby anymore. God became flesh, right, through a woman, ended up being a baby. The baby grew up into a man's form. A man walked on this earth, Jesus, who is in the image of man, but not sinful, right? He walks as man, heals the sick, casts out demons, willfully goes to a cross so me and you can live. In the night night before he got arrested, he asked the Father, is there another way? The Father said, no, there is no other way. Can you do this? Yes, I will. And he wasn't afraid of being crucified. He makes that clear in the New Testament. He was afraid of being eternally separated from the Father. And when I saw that, it was just amazing. I I started to cry. That the Father and the Son, the Spirit, went to this length because he loved us. I don't think people realise that. When I tell people, shut your eyes and picture a man who had love for people, right, told them straight and love that we, he understands and what we understand through two different things. He didn't go around kissing people and tapping them on the ass like so many Western people think. He actually went around telling you straight to your face, if you don't repent, you're going to hell. The biggest thing he spoke about in the New Testament was hell. That's the biggest topic he spoke about and what will happen to those who don't repent. He... Willfully went to a cross. He was torn to pieces by a cat and nine tails. Look it up in Roman um, history. What a cat and nine tails was. Had hooks on the end. It would tell you the pieces of that. You? Imagine it grabbing your skin and you ripping your skin off. That's what he went through. Right Then was made to carry a, After all of that beating and ripping the pieces of skin. All of that pain he's in. And how fatigued he is. He is now demanded to drag a heavy wooden cross up a hill. Spat at and mocked at by everyone. And then he goes to a cross pinned on it to bleed out you know when you think about that that makes me really sad because that's my lord who i love and you say as brothers and sisters that's who you love but you're happy to celebrate a pagan tradition that's completely demonic that comes hundreds of years before christ thanks to the catholics the catholics brought all this in with all their pagan traditions. They, they basically polluted Christianity with all the filth of the Gentile world from the Romans, right? And that's what Christmas is all about. Don't tell me this, that people around the UK now celebrate Christmas because of Jesus. No, they don't. They, they put a little statue on their mantelpiece of a little baby Jesus. Yeah, that's the only time he gets any respect. The rest of it is all about presents and food and gluttony and and wickedness and drunkenness and, you know, homosexuality and pornography and all this filth that the world is. That's what Christmas is about today in 2022. Now, maybe back in the, the 60s and the 50s and the 40s and the 30s and the 20s when people had nothing, Christmas did mean more about Jesus. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is what it is now. And to you believers out there, you should have nothing to do with it. If you have children, tell them the truth. Don't lie to them and say, oh, Christmas is about Santa. Anyone who says that to their kids, one, you're not a brother and sister of mine. You've completely deceived, right? Because if you are walking with the spirit and you have the spirit inside you, he would have convicted of you this months ago, years ago. But I'm warning you now. One day you'll be facing my Lord. And if you think you can't lose your salvation, read John 15. Pick up the Bible now and read John 15. Makes it very clear. You can be cast out and thrown into fire. (coughs) So please, listen to this. There's a video from a guy called David Pawson, who was an English teacher, Bible teacher, fantastic. Died a few years ago, great teacher, a bit like Derek Prince. And he did a three-part sermon on Jesus and Christmas. And he goes through the history of it. And it's called The Traditions of Christmas. And then it says the truth about Christmas, part one. I'll leave it in the description so you can copy and paste it. Please listen to this because he goes from the biblical history all the way through to the end, to current times, and where it came from, what it's mixed up in, why it's filthy, why it's wicked, right, and you're going to have to make a choice, I can't make it for you, but if you listen to that and go, ah, doesn't matter, I'm saved, I'm going to heaven, I'll do it anyway, well, I wouldn't want to be you in front of Jesus, that's not love, is it, if you love your Lord as much as I love him, i will die for him right now on the spot, in a heartbeat, <coughs> that's the heart, of any believer it's all about loving the lord right all about loving him and if you love him as much as he loves you you honor him not dishonor Him. christmas is involved in paganism wickedness homosexuality pornography drunkenness gluttony you know everything and that's what david talks about all the festivals the festivals what grabbed my attention that at one point of the year for a period of 10 days, you could basically sleep with anyone you want. So that means if you were married, you could sleep with anyone you want. She could sleep with everyone she wants. You could sleep as a male with anyone you want. Now that kind of contradicts what the Bible says that when, when man and woman come together in marriage, that no man separate, right? You're not to sleep around. You're not to commit adultery. If a man sleeps with another woman when he's married, he's committed adultery. And the woman who slept with him, who's not even part of anyone, it's adultery as well. Or vice versa. If a woman goes and does it. It's a very, very serious thing. And Jesus makes this very clear. How serious it is. In the book of Proverbs 6. Read Proverbs 6. And it talks about onto Proverbs 7. The seriousness of adultery. How serious adultery is. Right? And apparently it's perfectly normal. Now, right. In 2022, there's just the traditions and the festivals don't really mean anything anymore. But no, but you're being part of it. So in my book, right, I'll use myself as an example, the the unit that I was part of in the military was very high up. And that's just like me associating that awesome unit with its history and the respect and the honour that it has with a completely different unit out there that's got no respect, that is upside down like the British Army. They're a complete joke. Just look at what they do now. Oh, it's just disgraceful. It's so disgraceful. Or even worse... Just like don't associate with the enemy and hang out with them and do what you want with them and then go back to your unit and pretend nothing's happened. I can't be like that. That's not who I am. I say how it is. A spade is a spade. That's the end of it. And it's just sad when I see these Christians out there, so-called Christians, I keep saying they are so-called. Cool. They wear the t-shirt, they wear the, t- they wear the badge. I did a podcast, an episode a few um, weeks ago called uh, Counterfeit Christians. Listen to it. How can you tell between a fake five pound note and a real five pound note? Or a ten dollar bill and a, a fake ten dollar bill. How can you tell? They all look identical. But when you look deep within, they're fake. And God is going to sift out the wheat from the chaff. You know? He will separate the wheat from the chaff. The chaff will be burnt and the wheat will live. And bear him much fruit. There's so many examples of that in the Bible. He will separate the, um, the sheep from the goats he will separate the true from the false. Simple as that. And just imagine this, you know, you, you die, and you're in front of him, right? And he says, you love me? And you go, yeah, well, why is it you celebrate pagan traditions then? You knew the truth, but you put yourself first and your worldly family first and worldly friends first. Jesus said, you will have to give up everything to follow me. Now that doesn't mean a mother gives up her kids. I'm not talking about that. What I'm saying is if you put Jesus first in your life with everything, not only do you shine him and become better, but people are going to be attracted to you. But if you put him to one side and walk with Satan, you're no different from the person who's lost in the world. You're wicked. And I'm saying this to you because I'm passionate about it. Christmas, sadly, is being mixed up with too much filth. And in 2022, no one gives a damn about Jesus in the UK, in the West. They say they do, they don't, right? Because if they did, this country wouldn't be pagan. It wouldn't be full of pagan gods. There is one faith One Lord, one God. Ephesians 4, 5. I think the Pope, being pretty much the Antichrist, he needs a bit of a kick up the backside to be reminded of that. There's not all these different... They've got these churches out there now where they've got the Muslims, the Buddhists, the Hindus all celebrating one God. No, there's one God of Israel. There's one God of Christianity. And that is Jesus Christ and the Father and the the Spirit. Ephesians 4, 5. One faith, one Lord, one God. One Saviour. Not 10 saviours. You went up to a Muslim and said, Jesus Christ is the saviour of the world and he is God. They will laugh at you and go, no, he's not. So then how can they be the same family as me? How can they believe that he died on the cross? They don't. They deny the whole thing. They believe he's a prophet. They don't believe he is God. When he proclaims he's God in John 2.19, John 8.58, in so many scriptures in the Bible, he proclaims he is God. I am the bread. I am the alpha. I am the omega. I am the gate. I am Exodus three fourteen, is God's name. I am John one one. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. Jesus is the Word of God. You see, so for you people out there that incorporate, I tell you this: the wrath of God is abiding upon you, and God will cross you. You understand that? Look at the Old Testament when the Jews are worshiping false gods; they used to smash all the statues over. I mean, come on, if he can destroy a statue, he can destroy you. Look at Deuteronomy, the blessings and curses. He gave Israel everything, right? But when they disobeyed him and crossed him, worship pagan gods, he completely annihilated them. Read the curses, it's amazing. <laughs> and for some reason, Christians think that no one happened to them. Uh, you go read Revelation, right? In Revelation 21, the unfaithful, right? The cowardly will never enter the kingdom of God. And all the ones who took the vaccine are them too unfaithful and cowardly anyway so I want you please to listen to this video go on YouTube copy and paste it I'll leave a copy and paste in the description and listen to what David Porton says from the and he's a great teacher you'll really enjoy him he's really informative and it's it's three parts part one part two part three I think they're all about 28 minutes each so you can take breaks in it but just pay attention to it, it as if you want the truth if you don't want to listen to the truth and carry on living a lie and living like the rest of these pagans out then crack on but when you die and go before my lord i wouldn't want to be you very simple stuff really um before you jump on all this love crap right if god is all about love that means he's all righteous right that means if he's righteous he's just now if he's just that means no wicked person will escape judgment no person who's committed crimes will escape judgment Right Now, if you're in Jesus and you're cleansed by the blood and you walk with him, you don't get judged like that. Your sins have been judged by his blood. Right? That's what he did on the cross. But you're judged by your works in the faith. Some will skip through the flames and some will be completely lost. Now, for those who are lost in the world, well, they don't see Jesus. They go to hell to be held. And then one day they're brought before the, the Father and the great white throne judgment. And that's a very, very bad day. You are finished, mate. Right, I'm gonna we'll end it there. Father, I pray, Lord, for the people who listen to this message, Lord. I pray for my brothers and sisters, or people who are claiming to be brothers and sisters, Lord. I pray that they listen to this, Lord, and make a choice. That David Pawson, Lord, was a great teacher. And I pray that, Lord, you speak through them about the truth. That if these people want the truth, Father, they can hear it through this message that you have done through David Borson, Father. The truth and the biblical history and the filth of Christmas. That believers, were not to celebrate it. We're to be separate. As the Bible says, we are separate people. We are a separate kingdom from the kingdom on this earth. We are a separate group of people that walk with you, Lord, the light of the world. We're from the world, but we're not of the world, as the Bible says. So we don't do as they do in the world, but so many Christians do as they do in the world and they're lost. And I pray, Father, they listen to this, they're convicted and they listen to you, Lord. The Lord, you give them the strength to make the right decisions. You give them the ability to turn to you in hard times against family pressures lord and worldly pressures lord i pray in jesus name that lord they put you first as jesus said in your Jew great, great great commands love me with all your heart soul and might first and love your neighbor as your second which holds all the prophets and commandments together in the book of matthew i pray lord in jesus name for all the people that listen to this pray for their peace, Lord. In these hard times ahead, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. Bye. Good morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and good morning to those in the world that are not of Christ, or in Christ, should I say. Um, I thought I'd add something quickly to this. Um, Christmas is pagan, not Christian. Because for you out there, they may say as so-called Christians that and you know, when I say so called Christians, you claim to be Christians. But the ironic thing is this if you're not born again of water and spirit as Jesus commands in John 3 5, and if you don't have the Spirit of God living inside you, convicting you daily, walking with Him, changing with Him, molding you into the perfect vessel that He needs you to be to be with Him, right? Because without that, you cannot be in His presence. That's the end of it. You know, if you're not changing as you walk with Him from the old self to the new, right? You're not going to see these things. You're, going to, you're just going to say, well, Christmas is a nice time to bring family together. Christmas is a time that we can honor Jesus. No, it isn't. Jesus isn't a baby anymore. Jesus was a baby, grew up to be a man, walked as a man, sinless, sin, sinless, perfect, went to a cross and died, died on a cross. So for those who believe in him will have eternal life. That's what Jesus did. And what's important, that he was buried and he rose again from the dead three days later. This is extremely important for a believer, because no pagan god in history has done that. The Catholics have com- completely perverted Christianity with, Christ- with Christmas. Christmas has got um, so many idols, it's unbelievable. The Christmas tree in someone's house, that's an idol. Why would you put a tree in someone's house? It's an idol. You know, the pervert, pervertedness, the wickedness, the filth that the Catholics have brought in, these pagan traditions that were in the Catholic Church way before Christianity. And they've incorporated all this filth with our holy living God. Just imagine the holy tabernacle when in Moses' time, the holy tabernacle. You look at the book of Leviticus and what had to happen within that tabernacle. How holy and perfect God is. How loving he is. And if we love him... We will honour him and glorify him by obeying him and respecting him, not bringing in pagan, wicked traditions that are full of filth and blasphemy and gluttony. You know, the Lord warns about gluttony in the Bible. And Christmas is all about gluttony. It's all about me, me, me. Food, food, food. Greed, greed, greed. The biggest thing about Christmas is greed. And you people who are lost in the world, you're obsessed with it. Now, to you believers, you know what I'm going to say. People are just obsessed in the world with their things and the things they buy. You know, I walk into Costco and it's like the world is coming to an end. People are obsessed with greed. When you're a believer and you're walking with Christ, you don't need these things. You don't desire these things anymore. A true born-again believer doesn't care about the things of the world. All right, you need a home, a roof over your head, you need food in your stomach, a car to drive, right? He can provide all these things. But there's a good example. The Lord will never tell you go out and buy a £60,000 car, will he? When you can buy a £1,000 car or a $1,000 car, that does the same thing. Your protection is not the vehicle. Your protection comes from him. Everything in my life is from him. I have total faith in him. And he delivers every single time. Most recently, I've gone through something. And he's delivered me once again. Right? Because I'm a righteous man in Christ. Anything unrighteous will not prevail. No evil prevails akin, against the kingdom of God. So for you people, your beliefs need to be in Jesus. And if you've got a Christmas tree and decorations and pretending to turn a blind eye, that, oh, it doesn't matter, God knows my heart, God God loves me. So basically, it's like, you know, what's the best analogy I can use? It's like you, right? It's like, for example, you've got this neo-Nazi rubbish over in Ukraine. These people are so demonic and wicked, it's beyond a joke. Now, I understand white people can get upset with black people, and black people with white people. But racism has been around since the beginning, since the fall of man. So, all are equally wrong, regardless of the colour of skin. But the neo-Nazis just take it to another level. These people make us white people look really bad, right? They're absolutely demonic. And it's like you and me being associated with one of them being completely racist, completely... Sexist in a sense, but completely racist and vile to another person's skin when we've all got the same blood, <clears throat> heart, liver and lungs inside our bodies. Maybe we come from different backgrounds, but we're still human beings and we need to love one another. We need to care for one another. That's what the Bible's all about. This is Jesus' two great commandments. Love, you, love me with all your heart, soul and might. Love your neighbour as yourself. Don't go out your way to devise wicked plans as they do. The Book of Proverbs 1 to 5 talks about this. The people that wait lay wait to shed innocent blood, to devise wicked plans, to sow discord amongst the people, the community. This is Proverbs 6, verses 16 to 19. You know? just that's what it's like to be associated with you. It's like me and me and you, or us people, normal people, associating with scum of the earth, these neo Nazis, right? That's what you're doing with Jesus and Christmas. And that's what that guy, David Paulson, the first part of this, that video, please go on YouTube and listen to the traditions of Christmas, the truth about Christmas, right? Copy and paste it. Listen to what he says. It's three parts. And at the end, you're going to be convicted. But of course, if you don't really care and you're under this confusion, it's all about love. You don't love Jesus. You'd probably be a Calvinist. Calvinists believe they can't lose salvation. No matter what they do, no matter what they say, they're going to heaven. No, they're not. They're going to hell i tell you now, you can't lose salvation, right? Read John 15. You clearly can, and many others. The unforgiving servant. Read the unforgiving serving in Luke. The unforgiving servant, right? Look what happens. He's He's been given forgiveness, and it got taken off of him because of his wickedness. Oh, I thought you can't lose your salvation. Well, he clearly did. The parable of the two, one, the parable of the five, two, and one talent servant. What happens to number one? You know, this goes on. So, I just thought I'd add that, And make it clear. The no believer celebrates Christmas. If you've been born into it. And you don't know any different. And you've just grown up. And some people are like that. Then God has mercy. I'm not saying everyone's condemned. What I'm saying is. If you know the truth. And you turn the blind eye to the truth. Like most people do. You're going to answer. That person is not my brother and sister. But if you're someone who's been brought up in it. Right. And you don't know any different. But then someone comes along and tells you different. Then you've got to make a choice. So there's a lot of mercy out there. And the Lord says. Give mercy and you'll obtain mercy. Absolutely, I've got mercy for everyone. You know, I'm very direct and honest with people and I have to be like that. That's my calling, right? That That's an evangelist. And if you're called to be an evangelist, you don't compromise. You don't take sides with people. You don't consider people before God. It's God first and then people. That's the way it is. So I really hope what I say helps people understand. There is one faith, one Lord, one God. Ephesians 4, 5. There's one saviour. There's not 10 saviours. There's one. Right? Jesus should mean the world to you. And he is Lord and Savior over all. And every knee will bow before him. So I really hope to all of you listen to this video and understand it. That if you love our Lord, you are to give up everything in this world for him. Believe me, you'll have to to follow him. Because you're going to be put in situations where family members on this earth, so-called friends, work... They're all going to come against you, and the enemy will use whoever he can to disrupt your path. And if you compromise, you deny the Lord, you take the mark, whatever, right? You're finished. you understand that? So let's pray. Father, I pray, Lord, for the people in this message that, Lord, they listen to that video from David Porson. That, Lord, David Porson's a much far better teacher than I ever will be. And the way he explains it with the history from the beginning to the end, the truth. That anyone can look up, Father. The way he explains it, I pray in Jesus' name that people will listen to that and submit to you, Father. To deny these pagan traditions in the world. But to honor the traditions in Leviticus, Lord, that you set up. That, Lord, it's not a commandment we do that. But I would rather celebrate your traditions, Father. Not the traditions of man and what man's created. It's wickedness. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, Father, that people honor you and glorify you and not themselves in Jesus' name.